Hey there, and welcome to Vibrancy with ADHD. Trying to improve our health and wellness with ADHD can feel like an uphill battle. Neurotypical advice tends to be complicated, rigid, and quite honestly, kind of boring. Us ADHDers thrive off of fun and need to be supported by people who just get us and the way our brain works. And most importantly, we need to feel encouraged and inspired instead of shamed. No falling off of any hypothetical wagons here. I'm Chelsea Eithoven and I'm a health and mindset coach who was diagnosed with ADHD at age 30. Stick around and together we can explore, learn, and play our way to a more vibrant lifestyle. Hey guys, welcome to episode 16 of Vibrancy with ADHD. It is a freaking beautiful, sunny day today. And after I record this podcast, I'm going to a vinyasa, hot vinyasa yoga class. And then I'm taking the rest of the day off because it is Friday as I'm recording this. Uh, I am at the start of a very exciting period of my life, you guys. Oh, I have some things to share with you. And one of which I'm not going to tell you yet. Very soon. I keep saying that, but lots of exciting things. And I'm in a good freaking mood. I'm in a flow, as we say, right? We've talked about like the ebbs and flows that come with ADHD. I was in an ebb for weeks, like a really, really, really hard ebb for me. It was, it was tough. And I know you guys know, right? You guys understand what the ebbs feel like with ADHD, right? And then a flow hit me and I am freaking riding that wave, baby, you know? So how are you today? Are you in a flow too, like me? You're feeling good, feeling excited, feeling creative, um, on top of your shit, you know? Or are you in an ebb? Are you kind of like, I'm not there right now. Either way, I hope that you are honoring yourself and just really honoring the place that you're in right now. I know it's so hard to remember when we're in an ebb because as ADHDers, we can really only see the now and the not now, right? Thank you, time blindness. And like we can forget that we're not like when we're in an ebb, we forget what the flow feels like. We feel like the ebb is going to be there forever. But I want to remind you that the flow will come and it is okay to honor yourself through that ebb. The flow always comes back. It always does. Okay. You're like a roller coaster. You're going up and down and you're just riding the ride. Okay. You're not living like we expect ourselves to be on a flat plane. Right. And I think this is how some neurotypical people operate. Not all. Humans are humans still, but we're just more on a roller coaster. So I say this to you because uh, personally, it's something I'm working on. I'm working so hard to remember this message for myself when an ebb comes because I totally did not remember this message when the last ebb came. You know what I mean? I'm a work in progress. Okay. So let's move on. Let's talk about my hyper-focus of the week. And if you are new to the hyper-focus of the week, it's just the thing I'm obsessed with right now that I think you might like too. So I'm going to share it with you. And my hyper-focus this week is focus mates. You guys, 
why did nobody tell me about focus mates? Somebody probably did and I probably forgot, but it is the best thing to ever happen to me as an ADHD entrepreneur. If you have ADHD and you work from home or you have a lot of things that you need to be self-motivated to do, focus mates. You need to try it. So what it is, is it's a website where you can do body doubles and it's completely free for up to three body doubles a week. If you want more than that, I think it's like $5 a month, but I three, three a week is plenty for me. But a body double, if you don't know what a body double is, it's basically you just get on a Zoom call pretty much with another person. And at the beginning of the call, it's like a complete stranger. At the beginning of the call, you tell the person what you're going to be working on. And you guys both mute yourselves and you work for an hour. And then you reconvene after that hour is over and tell the other person how it went. And if you got your stuff done or not. And oh my gosh, if I'm in a place where I don't have a whole lot of motivation or I don't feel like doing something, oh my gosh, a body double using focus mates so insanely helpful. I don't really know what it is about a body double that's helpful, but there's something about another person being there that helps me get stuff done, right? This is why I really like to work in coffee shops, but if it's a coffee shop and like no not a whole lot of other people are there or nobody else is there, it doesn't work, you know, or if the other people are like just chilling, I have to ha- be around other people working or doing the thing that I'm doing and for whatever reason that inspires me. I don't know what it is. If you know what that is, let me know. I'm so curious why they work, but it just freaking does. And so I'm not going to question it. You know, I think this is another reason why I like exercise classes because I like getting in the energy and we're all doing the same thing. And it just like gets my mind in the game. So strange, but it works so well. So anyways, I wanted to share with you Focusmates. If you don't already know about that resource, I think you can just go to focusmates.com. It's absolutely incredible and free. So give it a try. See how it goes. Maybe we'll match as Focusmates partners. How fun would that be? (laughs) And this concept also got me thinking I should totally set up a situation in the habit edit where people can utilize body doubles, right? So maybe members of the habit edit can meet up and do body doubles for meal prep or for exercise, like at home exercise, right? Or even time to just watch the habit edit videos or do the mindset work or fill out the worksheets or things like that. How fun would that be? I think that would be so cool. That would be something I would be super into in a membership program. So I'm thinking about that. I'm not sure yet if I'm going to do it or not, but I'm thinking about it strongly. Okay. So that's my hyper focus of the week, focus mates, check it out. So I am sure you are just dying to know what is the thing that provided me so much support after my ADHD diagnosis, right? Kind of clickbaity title, huh? But it's true. This is I like it's it's just so interesting. So I'll start by saying it's literally the last thing I expected. Like honestly, when I got my ADHD diagnosis, I felt like I was waiting for it forever. In reality, it wasn't that long. But I thought like, okay, the thing that's going to help me the most is going to be medication or strategies or reading this book and learning how this person does this thing, whatever. Nope. None of those things were the thing that provided me the most support after my diagnosis. It was community. Okay. 
the dramatic pause, you know? <laughs> so some of you may be like, well, obviously, right? And others of you may be like me and you might be like, huh? Like, that's not very exciting. I don't really want to hear about that. I'm going to move on. I don't really care about community. So before I dive into how community has been such a game changer and has supported me in so many ways after my diagnosis, I do want to clarify, this is part four of the five-part series I've been doing about vibrant health. So I didn't do the title like the other ones. The other ones were like numbered and it was like part one, part two, part three. And I decided not to do that, right? Why, you ask? Because hello, I have ADHD and I was bored of that title and I wanted something a little spicier, you know? Something that like, I don't know. I was like, I just don't want to do it. And I had a lot of mental drama about this. And I was like, no, it's a series. I have to title it the same exact way. And then I was like, you know what? This is my podcast. This is my life. I can name it what I want. So even if it's part four of this series and the title doesn't say that, it doesn't matter, right? You know, I'm really learning to lean into my own intuition and trusting what I think is best for my business versus like listening to everybody else's opinion, the quote unquote experts, right? Um, so that was the rant you didn't ask for. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, there's always got to be at least one of those per episode, right? Just like a random side tangent rant that you're like, what does this have to do with anything? Absolutely nothing. But there it is. There you have it. So this is the five part series. Like I said, this is part four of the five part series of concepts for vibrant health. And this five part series, was inspired by my health and mindset coaching membership for women with ADHD, the habit edit. And the five concepts I've been covering are structure, self-compassion, joy, and now we're into community. And the next podcast will be about individuality. And these are the five pillars of the habit edit membership. So the habit edit was built for women with ADHD by a woman with ADHD, hello, that's me, to help you transform your health habits. But not in the neurotypical way, right? Like through force, discipline, willpower, strict eating plans, no sugar, yada, yada. Do this exercise regime every single day for the rest of your life. <laughs> no freaking way. No, thank you. Don't want a part of that, you know? But instead, the way that we're cultivating health habits inside the habit edit is through these five concepts, structure, self-compassion, joy, community, and individuality. So inside the habit edit, we make big changes in our health and wellness gradually over time, and we don't have to force ourselves to become a different person to do it, right? I used to think that I had to be like, I always was like measuring myself against this neurotypical measuring stick of what health and wellness look like, right? And only recently have I realized that like I can embrace my personality. You can embrace your personality. We can embrace that. We can embrace our inconsistencies. We can embrace our true like over the top too much ADHD selves. We can embrace our emotional selves and all that is us and still achieve the vibrant health we desire and deserve. How freaking cool 
cool is that, right? Like, I don't know. I just think it's so cool. And I want to shout it from the mountaintops. Where is the closest mountain? I don't know. I got to find that out. Let me check out Google. Anyways, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because we know where that will end up. I'll never get back to this podcast. But (laughs) if you're listening to this in real time, which is August of 2021, the doors to the Habit Edit open next Monday. Next freaking Monday, August 23rd. Oh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Sorry, that probably hurt your ears. But I'm just so thrilled. I've been working on this for months, months. But doors open Monday, August 23rd. But if you're on the wait list, doors open for you this Friday, August 20th. So you get an opportunity to kind of sneak in before anyone else. Also, if you're on the wait list, then check your email because I will be sending you email reminders and also a discount code when doors open on Friday. So you will get a really great discount for your first month in the Habit Edit membership. So that's super exciting. But also if you're on the wait list, you get an opportunity to jump in before everybody else because the first month I am limiting to 50 women because the founding members, we're just going to have 50 to start with because I've never done a membership before. So we're going to see how it goes. So I have no idea if it's going to fill up. There are about 450 people on the wait list. If you are one of those people and you want to get in ASAP, check your email, join this Friday for your best chances to get in this month. If not, you might have to wait a couple months. But anyways, I've been working on this project for so long. I'm really proud of it, you guys. And Really, I've been working on this for longer because this vision has been in my brain for at least a year. And there's been a couple iterations of it. And like this is, I I, I finally figured out who it's for, women with ADHD. And just like, this is it, you know, it's, I'm so excited. So if you feel like you're all or nothing with your eating habits, your exercise habits, and all things that have to do with health and wellness, and you're a woman with ADHD and you want to be more consistent, more consistent, not perfectly consistent, but the habit edit is the place to be for you. So you'll learn how to improve your eating habits, your exercise habits, learn how to get better and more sleep, how to hydrate, like all these things that we think we can't do consistently, you'll learn inside the habit edit to be more consistent with them. Improving your relationship with alcohol, relationship with sugar, understanding and managing emotional eating, and by the way, just emotions in general, and so much more. There are so many goodies inside the habit edit. Oh, And it's also set up so that you can get in and immediately start binging the mindset makeover. Because I don't know about you, but when I join a membership or a program, I want to dive headfirst in. And this program is set up so that you can do that, but also that I teach you about the flow of setting up habits. But you're able to dive in first and kind of jump in and binge some things that are going to be really helpful and interesting um, and useful for you to learn. Anywho, if you want to learn more about the membership, check it out by clicking the link in the show notes and you can see all about it. If it is after Friday or after Monday, August 23rd, come on in and join us. Okay, now let's discuss community. What on earth does community have to do with health and wellness? Let me start by outing myself a little bit and telling you I'm not a person who inherently loves 
or how do I say this? I, I'm not a person who inherently loves community and values relationships. That makes me sound like a total asshole, okay? But I, I don't mean it like that. I'm not like, it's not like I don't love my people, you know? I just can tend to forget about my people. Do you know what I'm saying? Or do you think I'm an asshole? I don't know. Either way, ah. Okay, so what kind of happens for me, I get so hyper-focused on my latest project, my newest obsession or hobby, like whatever latest topic I'm obsessively researching, whatever goal I'm working towards, et cetera, et cetera. I get so zoned in on that that I'm just like, I don't have time for people, thanks. I've got enough going on, right? I'll just live my life by myself. I'll learn all my things. I'll do all the things I love and I'll be in my own little world and I'll be so happy just like this little hermit person. (laughs) Can you relate? I don't know. I think maybe ADHD introverts can relate. That's probably the crew I'm talking to here that might get that. So, but here's the thing, okay? Humans are relational creatures by nature. Like, so whenever I do get invested in a community or focus on building relationships and focus on other people, it is my freaking favorite thing ever. I love it. I don't know why it takes so long for me to like care about it because when I do get into it, I love it so much, right? And then especially when I get to connect with people that really get me, that like share similar experiences, feel this like that I feel like think the same way I do. And by the way, what I mean by that is like not that like they have to have all the same beliefs as me, the same religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs or or political beliefs. That's not what I mean. Like that would be kind of boring. I don't love being in an echo chamber, but I like being amongst people whose brains work the same way as me, right? Like they also have random things that they're super obsessed with and they love deep diving on things and they love getting like super meta and thinking of like bigger picture and they love creating concepts and talking about bigger picture, weird concepts, right? Like, oh my gosh, freaking chills. It's so much fun. P.S. I've learned that women with ADHD, those are the people that I have those conversations with. It lights me up. It makes me so excited. Oh my gosh. Okay. So a quick story time for you. So last year in 2020, I joined a coaching program. I've talked about this coaching program probably a million times. And my coach, Kim Kunaraksa, like, like (laughs) I've said her name so many times on this podcast, but it's deserving because she's awesome. She's a fantastic coach. She helped me in so many ways. But anyways, I also joined another coaching program the year prior a business coaching program. Okay, so anyways, I joined these programs. I joined them for the, right? I wanted to learn for the coaching to help me transform uh, because I was interested in the topics and I was like ready to hyper-focus on this stuff, learn the things, change the things, right? That's what I cared about. But of course, there was part of the programs, like they were both, both, why did I say that like that? They were both group coaching programs. So There was parts of the programs that were like revolving around the community, you know, like we would break out into Zoom rooms and share our wins in the beginning or like, you know, just chit chat. And there was like the Facebook community and things like that. And I was always just like, oh, God, ew, I have to talk to people. Gross. I don't want to do that. Maybe I'll just like show up to the call 15 minutes late. I don't want to talk to these freaking people. (laughs) 
again, I sound like such an asshole, but I I didn't want to do it. I was not into it. You know, I don't know. It just, it takes a minute, you know, and I feel this way before I go to social events too. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't know. I don't really want to talk to these people. I don't feel like socializing, yada, yada. Like I always have this resistance to it. But when I get there, I'm like, this is the funnest thing ever until my social meter runs out. And then I'm like, okay, got to go. You know, I'm just like finicky with this kind of stuff. So I'll add another side note too. I think I also didn't like the community aspect of things. Number one, because I always valued independence, but Also, I think there was like some fear associated with it, right? Part of me has always been kind of afraid to admit what I'm working towards to other people because like, what would they think of me if and when I failed? That was the thing. I think the subconscious thought was like, I'm going to fail this. I'm not going to follow through. What are they going to think of me? I'm going to be so embarrassed, like heaven forbid, you know? I think that also really turned me off of the community aspect of like coaching programs. It kind of freaked me out. I was like, I'm not telling these people what I'm trying to do because three months they're going to ask me and I'm not going to have done it and I don't want to deal with that, you know? So that was like a self-trust issue. Fast forward to now though, I'm like so happy and excited to fail in front of tens of thousands of people (laughs) because to me now failure means growth. It still sucks and it hurts and I hate it and it makes me want to hide. And like, it's, I'm not saying like, oh my God, I love failure. You're going to get to the point where failure is awesome. No, it's still going to suck, but I'm willing now to experience it in front of other people. Let them know that I'm a human and a human with ADHD and let them see me fail, you know, and stand up and experience it, feel it, let it suck. And then stand up and dust myself off and kind of figure out what I learned from it and move on, right? So that's another, that's side note tangent number two for you. Okay, anyway, so yeah, I didn't want to embrace community because I just didn't want people to know about my goals. I didn't want to fail in front of people. And I was like, just not that into talking to people. I wanted to like learn about the things, right? But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something in these coaching programs I was in, these group coaching programs. Once I started talking to these people, like we would get in the the Zoom room with a few of us together. I loved it so much. And I was like, these people are so awesome. I feel like I click with them. I was just so excited. I didn't want to stop the part where we were chit-chatting because it was kind of like, it was like, okay, these are like different than people you meet in real life and not that our real life friends don't matter or anything like that. That is a whole nother side note of why community is important and connections matter. But you know, with the wonderful thing called the internet, we get to meet people and find people all over the world that are interested in the things we are interested in, right? People that are striving to create the same kind of growth that we are striving to create. People that experience struggles similar to the struggles you experience, right? And I experience. So going into these programs, I was like realizing these people 
gosh, they're like reflections of me, you know? Obviously, I don't want people to struggle, but seeing that other people had similar experiences made me realize I wasn't alone or broken or a failure. Like, I was just a human experiencing this thing, and I could see in them how wonderful they were and how they could, like, oh my gosh, yes, you can totally overcome this. And that helped me see it in myself, you know? So many of those people in those programs, I still keep in contact with today and I would consider friends. It's just so freaking cool to me that like something I was completely disinterested in almost always ends up being my favorite part of a coaching program, like a group coaching program or membership. And honestly, a super valuable part of the program at that as well. There's just something magical about being in the presence of people who are going through similar experiences as you, like who are moving towards similar goals as you, who think the way you do. And like I said, I'm learning that us ADHDers tend to really think in similar ways, which I think is really cool to learn and understand because I didn't know. I always thought my brain was like this special, unique snowflake. (laughs) You know, don't we all think we're just so special and unique? We are. You are. You are special and unique. I'm special and unique. But the way my brain works, it turns out it was actually just a lot of it was ADHD, which is cool to see because I'm like, oh my God, people are now understanding how my brain works. I always felt like nobody really gets it. You know, I couldn't put my finger on why they didn't get it, but I felt like people didn't get it or get me. Does that make sense? I don't know. So, so when I was diagnosed, which was in February of 2021 of this year, and actually also the months prior to diagnosis, which when I was like trying to figure out if I really did have ADHD, which started in like late October, um, November, or like, you know, trying to figure out, do I have ADHD or am I just a freaking lunatic? I don't know. Anyways, I started immersing myself in these different communities of other women with ADHD. So I started with podcasts. Maybe that's what you're doing right now. Maybe you found me because you're pre-diagnosis and you're trying to like see, you know, does this does this make sense for me? I don't know. Does it, do I like jive with this girl? Do I feel like my experiences are similar? Maybe that's where you are. So I started with podcasts. Then I found people on Instagram that had ADHD, some of which were diagnosed later in life too, especially there's a lot of women diagnosed later in life. It kind of blows my mind. Then I found some people on TikTok, right? And then eventually I was led to like a Facebook community of women entrepreneurs with ADHD and another Facebook community of women with ADHD. And once I was officially diagnosed, I joined a coaching membership for adults with ADHD. And I joined another membership for women entrepreneurs with ADHD. Can you tell I'm like obsessed with coaching? I feel like it is so important. But anyways, we're not talking about coaching now. We're talking about community. Back on track, Chelsea. Anyway, and the entire time I was just like fascinated, you know, connecting with meeting other people in these different communities, the podcast and Facebook groups and Instagram, TikTok. I was just fascinated at how similar my experiences were to these other women's experiences. They would like describe something that happened in their life. And I would think like, oh my gosh, I legit could have written that myself. I didn't know other people experienced this. It was so crazy. And I can't think of an example right now, but you know, I don't know. So 
but you know, oh, I'll think of, I, I have an example. So like, for example, they'd be like, can anybody not stick to a planner for more than like three days? You continuously buy new planners and you're excited about it. When you start and you're like all in, but then it eventually fades away and you like never touch the planner. And I'm like, I literally could have written that. I've done that approximately 5 million times. I've tried probably tens of, I don't even know how many planners. Anyways, just being in the presence of other people that shared these random commonalities, you know, which are not random. They're all have to do with ADHD, but it made me feel normal. It made me feel validated in my struggles. It made me understand the, the thing that was behind a lot of my behaviors. And it made me feel like I wasn't hopeless. I think a lot of us can go through life, especially with ADHD, feeling hopeless. It's just the worst feeling, right? But then, of course, also in the community. So it was like nice to know that like, wow, there's hope for me. I'm not a lost cause. Cool. Awesome. But like, so people would comment their struggles or whatever. And then other people would comment on there and like talk about the solutions to those struggles that worked for them. And I was freaking out because this was the first time I was seeing solutions that I felt like would actually work for me. So, you know, in other groups I've been in and entrepreneurs, female entrepreneur circles or just different places like in real life and books I read, the solutions would be like, well, you just need to try harder. Well, you just you just need to be dedicated or like, you know, shit like that. Like you just need to get your head in the game. Okay, whatever, whatever. Anyways, but the solutions that were on this page were like, well, you know what worked for me was a bullet journal. So I could constantly switch it up and not be like stuck with one planner format. And I, the other thing that worked for me is to carry it with me everywhere, like from room to room as I move around my house so that I write things down right away. And I'm not trusting my memory. I'm writing it down right away. P.S. This is exactly what I do now with my planner. And I've never been so consistent with a planner or like, you know, something like that. So it works like a charm for me. I love my bullet journal and I love carrying it with me place to place. And it's just so helpful. Okay. So yeah, and then there were also people posting about problems that I knew I could help solve. Like us women with ADHD, we are so freaking smart and creative and ambitious. And we are just, I just love women with ADHD. I do. Ugh think they're just like incredible creatures. Anyways, but we all have our own specific expertise, right? So like that person knew a lot about that. Everybody has their own thing. So when people would ask about, you know, how, I, I don't know how to manage, I'm always overwhelmed with meal prep or like, how can I get into exercise or like, you know, I never drink enough water. These things that I knew I had solutions to those problems. I could share what I knew and what was my piece of expertise, the thing that I was obsessed with, right? So I was learning from them where they had learned and come up with really cool creative solutions. And then I got to share my cool creative solutions with them too. It was like this, it's like this beautiful collaborative space to be a part of. And I truly think it has made a world of a difference in my experience as with being diagnosed as an adult with ADHD. So throughout this process of me realizing how valuable a community actually is, I also realized that for me, a community also equaled accountability, right? So like, 
not tough love accountability, like you better get this done or else, you know, that's what I always thought of when I thought of accountability. And I was like, I don't want accountability. That's terrible. It makes me feel terrible. I don't like it. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, like gentle and loving accountability, right? So people in these communities knew what I was working on. Like I said, we formed friendships and they would ask me like, how's the membership coming along? How's this coming along? Oh, how, you know, how many people, whatever. They would just ask me about things. And I was like, that's really cool. It motivated me, right? I realized if I have a goal and I try to kind of do it on the down low, you know, honestly, it probably isn't getting done. If I'm not telling anybody about my goals, it's probably not happening for me personally. But if I tell other people what I'm planning on doing, if I invest in communities and memberships, right, where the people actually care and they ask me, how's it going? Like that lights me up, right? The goal is like 75% more likely to get achieved, right? And I don't say 100% because I have ADHD, okay? I'm all about increasing the odds that I follow through with the thing I want to follow through with, not perfectly following through every time. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, that has helped me feel so much better about myself and actually be more productive, not expecting perfection out of myself. Okay, so the moral of the story is that humans are relational creatures, whether you think it or not, whether you feel it or not. And a supportive community of people that get you is freaking priceless. Priceless, I tell you. This is why the habit edit is going to be magical. Yes, the curriculum is going to teach you loads. You're going to learn so much. You're going to get so much transformation out of it. The coaching is going to help you immensely throughout this process too. You're going to be shifting your mindset in the coaching coaching calls. And it's going to be incredible to open you up to new perspectives and help you see things in a way that like helps you follow through. Yes, that stuff's going to be awesome. But the community is what's going to make it magical. The community inside the Habit Edit, that will be a safe place for you, where you can share your wins, your struggles, your questions that you might think are quote unquote stupid questions, right? That you may have like, you know, it's you're like, I know this is in the curriculum somewhere and this is a stupid question, but I'm just going to ask anyways, can somebody tell me this? You know, nobody's going to be judging you, you know, it's like we're all in the same boat. We all have poor memories. (laughs) We're all going to fall off the wagon, quote unquote, from time to time. Nobody is going to be judging you. You can really share whatever you want in this space without judgment, shame, or fear. Because the other women in the group will likely relate, right? I purposely made the membership only open to women with ADHD for this exact reason, right? The curriculum is catered to you, but the community is a safe place for you because we all get each other and we're all on the same journey, right? So whether you decide to join the Habit Edit and be a part of this community or you decide to join another community and be a part of a community that better fits you and that feels like it would work for you, I think it could be an integral part of your journey through this freaking thing called life as an adult navigating ADHD, right? Oh, 
Okay, this episode was so much fun for me. I really enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed it too and that it brought you value. Check out the show notes if you want to join the Habit Edit. By the way, like I said, only 50 spots for founding members. So if you're interested, I would check it out ASAP. And you can also find me on Instagram in the show notes, Bright Light Chels. Come say hey. Let's be friends. Be a part of my community. (laughs) So I hope you have a fantastic week and I will talk to you sunshine soon. Bye.